Hello and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go. I'm Adam Hushin. It's Tuesday, November 19th, 2019, and these are your top stories from across Arizona. One of the largest coal-fired power plants in the southwest officially shut down Monday. The Salt River Project shut down all three units of the Navajo Generating Station. For nearly 50 years, it operated just east of Page. The closure marks the final chapter in a two-year fight to save the aging power plant and the affiliated Kayenta coal mine. Both provided hundreds of jobs in one of the most economically depressed parts of the state. Valley Metro says procedure was followed in a case that triggered a demonstration last week in downtown Phoenix. Living United for Change in Arizona, or Lucha, held the rally last Friday. They protested what they claimed to be unnecessary police sweeps at local light rail stations. The protest came after Mitzi Castro, a member of Lucha, was detained and handcuffed. That's after she refused to give officers her date of birth as they tried to confirm that her ride ticket was valid. The group is asking for changes in procedure. In a statement, Valley Metro confirmed its partnership with local police departments to support enforcement of the rules posted at each station. They said they will continue to evaluate their approach to safety and security based on rider feedback, data, and industry best practices. The Phoenix Police Department responded to the allegations against them and acknowledged Castro was handcuffed, but then released with a citation. The landscape near Grand Canyon National Park could change forever if two proposed dams are built on the Little Colorado River. The permits, planning, and construction are years away, but Cronkite News reporter Melanie Porter explains that conservation groups are taking a stand now. Earth Justice, on behalf of six conservation groups, filed a motion Monday to have a legal say in this hydroelectric project going forward. Pumped Hydro Storage filed a revised application for its project this August to build two dams, two reservoirs, one powerhouse, and six turbine generators. Michael Hyatt is a staff attorney with Earth Justice. These are just projects that are simply ill-advised, unreasonable, should not move forward under any circumstances. There's been kind of widespread consensus on the need to step in early and, and fight these projects vigorously. The conservation groups argue the proposed project would destroy the iconic turquoise water that flows in the Little Colorado River. They say it would also ruin land that tribes consider sacred and it would threaten the already endangered humpback chub fish. Public comments are due at the end of this week. Melanie Porter, Cronkite News. The holiday season has officially arrived with Thanksgiving next week, but for children with autism, this time of year can be anything but joyful. Sensory sensitivities are one of the hallmarks of the disorder. That's according to the Autism Society. That means holiday activities and even decorations like Christmas lights and music can be disruptive and overwhelming. Cindy Schneider is the medical director of the Center for Autism Research and Education. She says it's important not to treat every case the same. There's a saying in the community that if you've met one child with autism, you've met one child with autism because they're, because they're all different. Common triggers that may come with the upcoming holidays include bell ringers, loud music, and bright lights and displays. The Phoenix Theater Company celebrates its 100th anniversary this season. Cronkite News reporter Mariah Gallegos explains the state's oldest producing arts organization has big plans for the future. The theater has undergone expansions and renovations since it opened in 1920, but producing artistic director Michael Barnard says the name is one of the newest changes. So we wanted to establish ourselves 
as a company. So people would go, oh, the Phoenix Theater Company, that is an actual theater. And company also equates to the, uh, the fact that we build everything here. We don't bring in shows from out of state. The directors and actors say the theater wants to add a newer main stage over the next few years, if they can raise the funds. The theater is currently selling tickets for The Sound of Music. This play is what saved the theater financially about 30 years ago. Mariah Gallegos, Cronkite News. It looks like we may see some rain and cool temperatures coming to the valley. Cronkite weather reporter Jordan Evans joins us now to go through this week's forecast. Thank you, Adam. Yes, rain chances returning to our state finally after nearly 50 days of not receiving anything here in Phoenix. That all changes later this afternoon. In fact, you may already feel the humidity begin to pick up this morning, and that's all because rain showers are going to be moving their way from south to north across the state later this afternoon. In fact, here in the valley, I'm anticipating probably a wet commute home. Uh, so you want to have the umbrella and jacket handy too because temperatures will be dropping throughout the week. Today we'll top out in the upper 70s, but by the time we get into Wednesday, we're not even going to make it to 70 degrees. So just something to keep in mind for the rest of the week. In the Cronkite Weather Center, I'm Jordan Evans. We had help today from Madison LaBerge, Melanie Porter, Quentin Walker, Mariah Gallegos, and Jordan Evans. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. That's all for your Cronkite News to go. I'm Adam Hushin. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow for another daily briefing.